Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. This is Shannon, and tonight I am here with Stacy, Kristen, Natalia, and Brooke, and we are looking ahead to April releases. There were quite a few duplicates as people were uh, picking books this month, so I did my best to assign things fairly. So Brooke is going to start us off followed by me, Kristen, Stacy, and of course, Natalia will be last. So we will get started with the usual housekeeping information and then Brooke will start us off with her first book. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can always post just on the Book Bistro timeline. Some of you have done that. I'm always so happy to see when you've published posts there. You can join our Facebook listener group where you can chat with us as well as with other podcast listeners. You can keep an eye on some of what we're reading. We usually update you each Wednesday with a look at our current reads. If you'd like to get a hold of us and social media is not really your thing, you can email us. That address is thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com. So my first book tonight is I'll Be You by Janelle Yay. Brown, and it comes out on April 26th. So Sam and Ellie are identical twins. They did everything together. They were the best of friends. They were always together. They, um, they, were, they looked so much alike that even their parents couldn't even tell them apart. Well, they end up becoming child, children stars um, in Hollywood, and that's, they, like, played the same role sometimes, and this actually... Oh, like well, on Full House. Of, yes, and that is exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. Like, this little aside is that all I could think of was Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Like, it makes me wonder if this book may be based off because I know that they had a rough time yeah, as children and then becoming adults. So I'm curious to see if she has a um, author's note because sometimes they do Probably. to tell you what their inspiration was all about. But yeah, as I said, um, Sam and Ellie, they were children, child stars. And as uh, all does, it came to an end. Ellie, she went off and she reestablished herself as a um, successful woman. She was married to a real estate lawyer. She had a beautiful house that was two, like just two blocks from the beach. Because I guess everyone wants to be by the beach. I'm not sure I do. I but don't, supposedly everyone but... does. Yeah, yeah, everyone seems to. So she's off doing this. Meanwhile, Sam is struggling. She's um, hitting the drugs and the booze hard. And this really kind of puts a wedge between her and Ellie. So one day Sam gets a call 
um, from their father. And she hasn't talked to Ellie in about a year. But she finds out that Ellie's life is falling apart. Her husband has left. um, And she's just adopted a two-year-old daughter. And she's admitted herself into a spa. And now, and also at the same time, she's kind of gone missing. So she she enters herself into the spa, and then now, like, nobody can get a hold of her. So Sam, being her sister, wants to know, like, what the heck? And she also wants to make sure her niece is okay. So she starts searching, and she realizes that there's a lot about Ellie, and there's a lot about their relationship that they never really dealt with. And that she also never really knew what's happening in Ellie's life. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this goes. Um, I'm not sure that I've read any of Janelle Brown's books, but I'm definitely going to be picking up her first one, which is called, I think, Pretty Things. I'm going to pick it up before this one comes out. But this is I'll Be You, and it's by Janelle Brown, and it comes out on April 26th. She actually has um, quite a few out. There's one called, oh, I can't remember. Something like Keep Your Friends Close or something. It's like a oh, I think I saw that. thriller. Oh, that sounds um, neat. Yes, I might have to check that one out. Yeah, I've never read her either, um, but I really want to. So I am super excited about my first pick, partly because it sounds incredibly awesome, but also because we are always talking about disability rep here on Book Bistro. So I was super excited to see this coming out. This is A Sign for Home by Blair Fell, and it comes out on April 12th. It is about a deafblind man named Arlo, who met a woman when they were at, when they were in boarding school together. And he thought that this girl was going to be like the love of his life. Like they, they connected in such a deep way. And he had all these kind of fantasies about how their lives were going to be together once they became adults. But things happened. And now Arlo is living under the very terrible guardianship of his uncle. And he's just very, very misunderstood. He doesn't, he's beginning to feel like he doesn't really have a way out of the the circumstances that he's found himself in. And then he realizes through a string of circumstances that I I don't know, that actually, you know, what happened between them, whatever that was when they were young and in school, this doesn't have to sort of determine how things will be as an adult. Like the thing that separated them doesn't have to keep them separate. So he gets a group of people together. One of them is his sign language interpreter. One of them is his best friend. I'm not sure who else, but they go on a trip across the country to try to find this woman that Arlo loved so many years ago. This is a road trip story. It's a romance. It's a story kind of about found family and taking control of your life, even when people don't really think you can or should. And I am very excited about this. I hear that the author is actually um, someone who's worked as a sign language interpreter for a number of years. So I'm hoping that, you know, this will mean there's a good 
portrayal of disability here. This is A Sign for Home by Blair Fell, and it comes out on April 12th. I will add this to my TBR. Yes. I'm a little concerned because it's written, it's read by the author in, in the audiobook. And sometimes that works really well and sometimes not so much. It doesn't we'll sometimes. So my first book tonight is called An Arrow to the Moon by Emily X.R. Penn. Now this book comes out on April 12th. And this is a very um, vague synopsis. So they were not very nice to us with this one. Um, this does say it is like a Romeo and Juliet meets Chinese mythology. So that sounds pretty interesting to me. Um, Romeo and Juliet has kind of been, I know it might be kind of cliche, but it has been one of my favorite Shakespeare plays. This is about a two high schoolers, Hunter and Luna. And their families both have some, some not so great past. Um, and Hunter, you know, he's kind of ready to leave this town and be done with it. The only reason he hasn't left is because of his little brother and apparently a supernatural wind whatever that is, and the fact that he's still in high school. Um, Luna is also in high school. They're in the same classes. Um, But she, it seems to me like she's kind of held to a certain standard by her parents and she has expectations to be met. And she's starting to feel kind of hemmed in by her parents' expectations. So she starts kind of rule breaking and just kind of going out on her own limb just to see how far she can push it. But Hunter and Luna are going to be brought together. There are some mysterious fireflies um, apparently invading the town. There's an ominous crack going across the town, and I'm not exactly sure what that means, but that's what's in the synopsis. So I'm hoping like the earth is not parting and getting ready to swallow people. Um, but I guess we will find out. So this book, once again, is called An Arrow to the Moon by Emily X.R. Pan, and it comes out on April 12th. Christine read her first novel, which is called The Astonishing Color of After. Yeah, that's mentioned. And really, really liked it. Um, I have not read anything of hers yet. April is typically my favorite book reading month of the year. Yes, it is. Why? Why? You might ask. But if you know me, you likely know the answer. Yes, we do. (laughs) Because every year, my dear friends, April is typically, every once in a while, we've gotten lucky because I look back through my Facebook memories and I've mentioned momentous days in March. But typically it's April. And in April is always the big Black Dagger Brotherhood book release of the year. (laughs) This year... I don't do the quiet little squee, Kristen. I mean, you gotta, even if it's like off key, you gotta do the loud opera trill because 
Well, it's I feel your like, book, so I was trying to be polite. Well, don't be polite. <laughs> be exuberant. Embrace the joy. So <laughs> this year, on April 5th, 2022, we can look forward to the release of Lover Arisen, Black Dagger Brotherhood, book 20 by J.R. Ward. Yay! Now, it's really hard to talk about a book that is 20th in a series. Um, True. So what what you would want to do if somehow you read romance, you enjoy sexy vampires, smoking hot sex scenes, deep, complex, tortured hero characters, very interesting action suspense scenes, In that case, you'd want to go back to the very beginning and start with Dark Lover, which is actually the first book in the Black Dagger Brotherhood series. And Um, read your butt off. That's right. (laughs) So much goodness. I'm so jealous of anyone who listens to this who hasn't actually read any of these. So what I will say about the 20th book is that it is about Balthazar. And things in his life are not going as well as could be expected. There is evil all around him. And... So as not to give too many spoilers to those who have not read subsequent uh, previous books in the series, um, that's all I'm going to say about our poor, poor, tortured hero of this installment. And then we have Erica, who is a homicide detective here in, in Caldwell, New York. And she knows something sort of otherworldly is happening because there are so many mutilated bodies horribly mutilated bodies discovered all over Caldwell. And it's just not normal. And just to kind of ramp up the tension in her story, she keeps having these dreams that feature just scary things, but also a man who is both suspect and savior. And Balthazar does not know what to do with this because, you know, he's used to being sort of like a thief. Like he's really... um, he's used to being the one to steal things, but he didn't expect for his heart to be stolen by a human woman of all things. But their connection is going to lead to something that I've been waiting for since the author started dropping hints like around, I'd say book 10 or 11 about this. I've been waiting for close to 10 years for this thing to happen. Evil is going to fall in love with evil in this book. And the love of Balthazar and Erica is going to make that happen. So will there be a happily ever after for these two characters or will evil triumph? And the only way to find out is to read Lover Arisen, The Black Dagger Brotherhood, book 20 by J.R. Ward. And it comes out on April 5th. Dear ones, not do not call me. Far away. No, don't call me. Don't contact me. I will be busy reading. You will. Um, yes, I've been waiting for this intersection for um, close to 10 years of these characters, and I am dying. Not the main characters, but the two big bads, and I cannot wait. It's going to be volcanic. My first book that I'm talking about is, oh my gosh, it's the third in a series. It's an age gap romance. What is happening? What did postpartum do to me? So this book comes out April 28th, 2022. 
And this is by one of my favorite authors, Samantha Young. It's Always You, book three in the Adair Family series. And for those of us who have been reading this series, this book is about Erica Adair, who we've been waiting to read a book about for, well, me since the series started. I actually didn't know until I saw the list of April books that she was going to write a story about Erica. And Erica Adair has loved her brother's ex-bodyguard and best friend for many, many years. His name is Mac Galbraith, and he is, hmm, I think like 17 years older than him, than her, rather. And, you know, I was up in a time he was too old for her, but now she's in her 30s, and she's a mature woman, she thinks. And she can't see a, a problem with the difference in her ages, in her age with him, right? Except... He does. But on top of this, there's a deeper problem that's much more difficult to overcome that's keeping them apart. And we don't know what that is. So if we want to know what that is, we have to read this book. It's called Always You, Adair Family, book three by Samantha Young. And since this comes out on April 28th, I really encourage you to read the first two books books in the series that are about other Adair siblings that are really wonderful. So my next book that I'm going to talk about is The Younger Wife, and it's by Sally Hepworth, and it comes Yay. out on April 5th. So Tully knew that when she first heard about Heather Wisher that she was going to be trouble. Oh, so Tully and Rachel are furious. They have learned that their father is dating a new woman, and it's Heather. This, they're not really angry that she's like half his age. What they're most upset about is that he is still married to their mom, who is in a, in a home because she has end stages Alzheimer's. Oh, so they're pretty upset about this. Meanwhile, Heather knows that she's got like a rocky road going on because her hopefully future stepdaughters, they she's got to kind of get them onto her side while also keeping her secrets to herself. And come on now, we all know about secrets. They always have a way of coming out. Meanwhile, Tully and Rachel, they have some secrets of their own. So when the girls learn about their um, father's future engagement, well, things are about to erupt. And I'm pretty excited about this. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. I, I've read a couple of um, Hepworth's books and I've loved them. They've all been quite oh, I good. I love her so much. Like the mother-in-law, Oh my God, that was so good. I loved it. So this yes, is- that one I think was one of her best. This is The Younger Wife. And it's by Sally Hepworth and it comes out on April 5th. My very favorite Sally Hepworth is The People We Keep, um, which is not a mystery. It was one that she wrote kind of before she started moving into thrillers. And it's about early onset Alzheimer's um, really? set in like a long-term care home. So my second pick tonight is Take My Hand 
by Dolan Perkins Valdez. This also comes out on April 12th. And this is, I can't tell if they're going to do it in like a dual timeline way or if we're going to spend some time in 1973 and then spend the rest of the book in present. But either way, I'm very excited about this. This is the story of Civil, and Civil is a nurse. In 1973, she is pretty much just fresh out of nursing school, and she's living in Montgomery, Alabama. She goes to work at a women's clinic, and she starts to learn about some of the less than stellar ways women and their reproductive health um, are treated by the medical system. She becomes pretty closely involved with one family who have two, uh, there are two like preteen girls, I think like they're like 10 and 12 years old. And their social worker wants them to be put on birth control. And there aren't really like good reasons for this other than that this is a poor black family. And so Sybil is very upset by some of these things that she's, she's witnessing, but she also doesn't know what she, as just like a single woman, can do about it. So when we jump into present day, she's a doctor, and she's getting ready to retire. And she's pretty much decided that she is going to, you know, once she retires, she's going to just put all of this behind her, all of the terrible things that she's seen as first a nurse and then a doctor, like all of the lives that have touched hers, some in, in good ways, some in not so good ways. Like she's just thinking, you know, she can move on. She can enjoy her life as a retired person and this will be just fine. But as we all know from reading lots of books, the past is not always content to stay buried. And something that Sybil saw in those early days after nursing school is coming back to haunt her in a pretty big way. Um, Dolan Perkins Valdez wrote a book called Wench a couple of years ago, and I have been meaning to read it. I haven't yet. It looks super good, but um, this one really caught my attention and I'm hoping that I can read Wench before this one comes out and then read this one. So this is Take My Hand. It's by Dolan Perkins Valdez, and it comes out on April 12th. I can't really get past the fact that um, in 1973, it was thought maybe it would be a good idea for preteen children to take birth control. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you know, just a lot of things so they thought in 1973 that they shouldn't have thought. I, you know, we'll like sterilize some like disabled people. That'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. You know. My next book is called The Shadow House. This comes out on April 5th. And this is by Anna Downs. Um, this, unfortunately, apparently my theme for April books is picking the vaguest synopsis that I can find. <laughs> Um, so here we go. <laughs> so this is about Alex. She is a single mother of two. And she has decided to relocate to give her and her children a fresh start. And to try to stay away from her troubled past. So that seems to be a theme for the night, troubled pasts. 
Um, but so they moved to a rural rural area called Pine Ridge, and you know, visually and people wise, you know, this is a really good place to be. It's beautiful. The people are nice for the most part, but <laughs> as time goes on, um, things start to happen. Weird, bizarre things start to happen. And um, to people who have always lived in Pine Ridge, like it's, it's, they have seen things like this before. We don't know what these bizarre instances are, but it has something to do with the house that Alex and her children have moved into. And so Alex is bound and determined to bring whatever this is to the top and figure out why bizarre things are happening to protect her and her children. And that is really all we know. Um, So I'm not quite sure Um, of what all is going to happen it sounds slightly spooky to me and so I mean maybe this is going to be like some weird haunted town or something who knows but we will find out on April 5th so stay tuned and you shall read The Shadow House by Anna Downs ooh maybe it is haunted can be it, good it, for the I creepy mean, books episode. Ooh. It, it might because <laughs> the synopsis looks like it kind of gives me this spooky haunted vibe the way they, they talk about it. So several months ago, I was browsing upcoming releases in the middle of the night, as one does. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, yes. And I was just starting to plan out my 2022 and like when things were coming out. And I was probably in a book slump trying to figure out like what I was going to do next. And all of a sudden I saw a book called Girls of Flight City by Lorraine Heath. And I've loved this author for a long time since, oh gosh, I mean, probably the late 90s maybe. And she um, is a historical romance author. And this time she's writing something completely different. So when I saw the synopsis, I whisper screamed because it was of course the middle of the night and I had to text Shannon immediately and say, OMG, OMG, did you see Lorraine Heath is writing historical fiction? So on April 5th, which is going to be a glorious book release day for Stacy, on April 5th, yes. Girls of Flight City by Lorraine Heath will be available This book is about Jessie and Jessie Lovelace is um, she's, she is a pilot and she really wants to help her. um, There's a, there's a, like a civilian flight school in her Texas town and they start sort of covertly training British pilots in 1941 at the start of world war two. And so she wants to be part of this. And so she, um, kind of forces her way into the training and is able to start helping with, with the training of British airmen to go into war. And this is pretty hard on her. And she starts dating um, a British pilot who is sort of still stuck back kind of reliving the battles. And at some point he has to return to war. 
And then we have Rhonda and Rhonda is someone who loves, she's not one that ever really goes flying in the air, but she can really show you a wild ride in a flight simulator. And she also kind of discovers some sort of romantic entanglement at the start of the war. And then there is Jesse's younger sister, and her name is Kitty. And Kitty loves kind of all the dances and all the, the you know, meeting all these young cadets who are going off to war and kind of gets into a sort of a romantic situation of her own. And throughout the war, the women of this town are trying to, you know, bring hope to those going off to war or returning home. And this is their story. And it says that this book is based on real life events. Um, So I'm very, very excited to read this book. It is Girls of Flight City by Lorraine Heath. And it comes out on April 5th. I'm excited to see her write something that isn't um, like like a British historical. Yeah. Or like a Western historical. Yeah. My second book of the night is something I'm really looking forward to reading, but I'm very surprised that Stacy is not the one talking about this. In fact, I'm almost a little, what's the word? Uh, what yeah, book? What's the word when you're oh. like a little conceited that you get to talk about a book? Oh, I'm a little I want to know what book this is. Smug that I will know in a minute. This and not Stacy. So this book you're, you're is killing. called The, 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 The. No Show by Beth Leary, <gasps> author of The Flat Share and The Switch and The Road Trip. Books that Stacy really likes. <laughs> I didn't like The Road Trip. <laughs> I, you know what? I didn't think you would. But this I think you will like. And this is a rom-com about three women who seemingly have nothing in oh, common. Yeah. But they're involved with the same man. Ooh. This looks so good. I know. So, now I'm remembering. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Stace. So, okay. <laughs> Siobhan is one of the women, and she's a quick-tempered life coach with way too much on her plate. Miranda oh. is a surgeon, a tree surgeon. Like, I don't even know what that no. means. Does she operate on tree, actual she, trees, or is this she a left. different? Yeah. She like, has, like, dying trees and branches, and I would think. I think so. And she's used to being treated as just one of the guys on the job. And Jane is a soft-spoken volunteer for the local charity shop. And she has zero sense of self-worth. Right? And the only thing that these three women have in common, other than the fact they're strangers, is that they were all stood up on the same day. The very worst day to be stood up. Valentine's Day. (gasps) And unbeknownst to them. They've all been stood up. By the same man. Ooh. Ooh. But get this. They each forgive him for standing him up. What? And they let him back into their lives and are in serious danger of falling in love with a man who seems to have not just one or two, but three women on the go. OMG. Is there more to him than meets the eye? And will they each untangle the truth before they get their hearts broken? Inspired (laughs) by the sheriff of the small Texas town who married seven women. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is 
Kendall Show <laughs> by Beth O'Leary <laughs> comes out April 12, 2022. Oh, yes, I, I'm gonna so have good. to read this one myself for, <laughs> for oh, two I love- reasons. I need to know what a tree surgeon is. Right. <laughs> 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 it's I imperative. I get his butt handed to him. <laughs> so my last book tonight is "One of Us Is Dead," and it's by Geneva Rose, and it comes out on April twenty sixth. So this book is about the women of Buckhead. Um, there's big houses. There's lots of competition. And of course, there's also lots of backstabbing. <laughs> so, yeah. So Shannon has always been like the queen bee of Buckhead. Oh, look, it's me. I know. Who <laughs> would have known? I never even knew. Like, what's your neighborhood? Maybe you're the queen bee. We don't even know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's the queen bee. But then her politician husband, Bryce, trades her in for a younger model. Dear. Crystal is an innocent Texas girl. She has no idea what she's getting into. Olivia, she has been dying to take over Shannon's place as Queen Bee. And now that it's possible to happen, she knows that she's going to have to get out all of her tricks, um, her manipulation tricks and her backstabbing tricks. She knows it's <laughs> going to take a lot to get there. Meanwhile, we've got Jenny. Jenny is the owner of Glow, and it's like the exclusive salon for women in the area. She knows everybody's secret, and she's got secrets of her own. Is she going to tell anybody about the secrets she knows? Well, you're going to have to wait and see which woman is going to come out on top and which one is going to end up dead. Oh, to find out, you are going to have to read One of Us is Dead by Geneva Rose, and it comes out on April 26th. All right. So my last book for tonight is going to be Beloved by many of us. Indeed it is. But it is most beloved by me. Because <laughs> oh, I took Amy it for myself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is The Unknown Beloved by Amy Harmon. It comes out on April 19th. So this is another historical. I, I like historicals today. So this starts out in Chicago, 1923. And we have a 10-year-old girl who comes home from school and her house has been ransacked and her parents are dead. Oh. This is unfortunate. Indeed it is. It is at this crime scene that she first meets Michael Malone, who is a patrolman. And he is beginning to think that 
what happened to her parents goes far beyond like just kind of a simple murder. Like his superiors are trying to tell him like, that's what he needs to investigate. He can't go looking for more information. He can't make it more than they say it is. It's, you know, a robbery, a murder. That's it. This child, Danny is sent to Cleveland to live with the relatives and the case is closed even though Michael Malone is pretty sure it wasn't really solved. 15 years later, so now it's like 1938, Michael Malone is summoned to Cleveland and he is supposed to help solve now a string of murders that have law enforcement stumped. When he's in Cleveland, his path again crosses with Danny. And as the two of them begin to spend time together, he starts to wonder if Danny might be the key to this case that he's trying to solve. He doesn't quite know how, but it's, it's a strong feeling that he has. He finds himself drawn to her, not just because he thinks that, you know, she can help him solve a case, but because there are certain characteristics that he really likes about her. And he, of course, remembers his initial meeting with her when her parents were killed. So this is sort of a historical novel, like maybe a romance mixed with like a serial killer thriller. Um, Amy Harmon, I, I, I can't imagine her not telling a story like this so well, because I've loved pretty much everything I've read by her. Her writing is just so, so beautiful. And the historical research that she seems to do for her books just almost transports you to the times and the places that she's telling about. So this is The Unknown Beloved by Amy Harmon. And it comes out on April 19th. Oh, I can't wait. <gasps> so my last book for tonight is called Summer on the Island by Brenda Novak. And this comes out on April 5th. And this is a story about Marlo. And Marlo has... Um, her her father was a U.S. senator, and he has recently passed away. And so after this, she has come back to an island off the coast of Florida where um, to help her mom kind of round up things and set the estate in order and all of this and uh, just trying to press reset refresh her life and she's also um, got two of her girlfriends there who are also just trying to lay back and take the summer to you know press reset um so her friends are Aida and Claire and while she is on this mini vacation um her father's will it has been read out, I guess, and a major secret comes out that muddies the waters a lot. Um, it kind of brings his reputation to a crashing 
splat, just not the person they thought he was. And this starts making Marlo question her childhood, her life, and just what is going on here. And she starts to lean on her friends a lot. And um, there is a love interest, but we don't know who that is. And they're going to help her get through this time. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. One thing that I really like is a book where, you know, there are girlfriends or a group of friends that come together and really just help support the person that needs it the most and just come together. And, and there's that love in a friendship that you just know you can lean on. And that seems to be what, from what I can gather, seems to be what this book is going to be leaning towards. So this once again is Summer on the Island by Brenda Novak, and it comes out on April 5th. April 5th is such a good release day. (laughs) So many books, so many books. Last, but certainly not least for me, there were so many contenders this month um, for books that I wanted to talk about. But when I saw that there was a Tiff Marcello, I love her. Um, I think I kind of talk about her books a lot on the podcast because She's really that great. And I don't feel like she gets nearly enough attention for the really, no. And she writes these really lovely books with relatable characters that feel, um, and I love romance. Okay. I do. But like, sometimes the characters feel a little unattainable or uh, far-fetched or not quite down to earth enough to be your friend in real life. And she writes characters that you- you just want to be friends with and you just want to know more about them and and you could see yourself with them in real life. And, um, and I mean, in the best possible ways. So this book is called know you by heart and it's heart resort book two. And it comes out on April 5th. All three of my books tonight come out on April 5th. And I'm actually surprised that Natalia doesn't know about this book because it's, I wouldn't necessarily call it a marriage in trouble, but it's um, a marriage of convenience that's reaching its conclusion. But there might be feelings on both sides that kind of come to light. So Chris is the oldest in the Puzo family. And so he has felt a lot of he just wants to take responsibility for the heart resort. And so four years ago, he married Eden, who's a woman that he respects, but didn't necessarily love because he wanted to get access to um, a family trust that would help with the resort and, and would help his family. And Eden, you know, she wanted to marry Chris for, it would help her writing career because she is actually the romance author, Everly Hart. And while she believes in happily ever afters in her books, she doesn't necessarily in real life. And so their kind of agreed upon marriage of convenience is nearing its end now. They only have six months more of their sort of contract of their marriage. And for the most part, they've sort of stuck to this contract that they came up with. But now their marriage is starting to feel a little inconvenient to both of them. And as their marriage is winding down, there is a resort 
that is threatening the heart resort. And oh. I didn't say this at the beginning of um, my description, but the heart resort is a couple's resort. It's specifically for couples who might, you know, need some marriage support or just want to do a sort of like couples retreat together for a variety of reasons. And so Chris and Eden are now kind of joining forces to do what they can to keep heart resort a viable place. And so one of the things that they decide to do is actually go on a couples retreat themselves. And during the course of that retreat, they're going to learn things about each other, about their emotions and about perhaps the kind of depth of the feelings they have for each other that may have been unacknowledged. And I'm really excited to read this because I feel like Tiff Marcello is going to write a book about a couple very well. And I enjoyed reading about them in the first book in the series. The first book in the series is It Takes Heart. And so that's when you get to know the families and you get to know a little bit more about the resort that Chris and Eden together have worked uh, worked together to um, make into something special. So I would start with um, It Takes Heart and then go into Know You by Heart, which is um, Heart Resort Book Two by Tiff Marcello. And it comes out on April 5th and I'm excited. It's going to be a great day in my house. So many good things. And an author that truly legitimately needs more love is Tiff Marcello. She writes really, really lovely, lovely, lovely things. She does. So my last book of the night is called a very impossible thing. It's called An Honest Lie by Taryn Fisher. I don't know how you can have an honest lie, but I I honestly can tell you that Taryn Fisher writes books that will take you to places that you didn't know people's minds could possibly come up. Oh my God. I read the wrong family, like at the end of last year. Oh, there you go. It was wild. (laughs) All her books are just wild. So get this. Let's say you get a text message that says, I'm going to kill her. You better come if you want to save her. Ooh. This is what happens to Lorraine Rainey, who lives at the top of Tiger Mountain. It's remote, it's moody, it's cloistered in pine trees and fog. It's a new life, a sanctuary, somewhere where she can hide from the disturbing past she's trying to forget, if she's allowed to, that is. But Rainey reluctantly agrees. She wants to hide, but somehow she agrees to go to a girls' weekend in Vegas, of all places, where she's prepared for a parade of slot machines and alcohol. And then there's a wild night. And after said wild night, her friend Braid doesn't come back to the hotel room. And then Rainy gets a text message sent from Braid's phone. And someone has Braid, but it's really Rainy they want. And Rainy knows why. But I don't, because the synopsis doesn't tell me why. But apparently what follows is a twisted, shocking journey on the knife edge of life and death. And the only way for her to save Wraith and herself is to step back into the past where she doesn't want to go. This seething gut punch of a thriller can only have spun from the fiendish brain. Yeah, that's a good way of describing her. (laughs) Of Taryn Fisher, one of the most cunning writers of our time. If you're looking for other great reads by this author, read The Wives. Oh, I, I would say that was a great read. That's just nuts. And that was the wrong weird. Family. Yeah, it was just strange. I really, I really liked the wrong family. The wives. 
I, yeah. I don't know what I think of that. It was very strange, but <laughs> the wrong family was very good. So this book comes out on April 26th. All right. So this concludes our April 6th episode. Thanks goes out to Stacy, Kristen, Brooke, and Natalia for choosing such awesome books. As always, I thank Christine for all of her editing. And I want to thank each and every one of you so much for joining us each week as we talk about great books. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or any other platform that you use to access the show. Not only does it tell us what you think, but it also helps other people find us when they're looking for book-related podcasts. Um, It kind of advances us in the Google algorithm. So I will be back next Tuesday morning with an author interview and, of course, the guide to new releases. And some number of us will be back on Friday with more bookish greatness. Take care, everybody.